Hello, my friends. This is Paul Drockton, and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, start this uh, discussion today. We're going to talk about evolution versus creation. Now, the doctrine, or should I say the theory, as it is, of evolution, uh, basically argues that matter can organize itself without intelligence behind it. And I just want you to think about that, because the reality is, is intelligence is eternal. It always exists, always existed, and will continue to exist. Matter with intelligence is the creation. So if you understand the word creation in, in the original, it was actually organization, God organized uh, the, uh, the elements, really for our benefit. So everything in this world uh, that is alive has intelligence. The earth itself has intelligence. And the reality is, is that this intelligence is a governing, is the governing uh, principle. So as I said, intelligence can't be created. It always has existed, always will exist. And so the concept of evolution, meaning that somehow or another, an intelligence that can only reach so far, that only can go so far, is able to increase in intelligence and become a higher form of intelligence. That's really what they're saying. And when you think about that, it's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Because if evolution was a process, then it would be ongoing right now. In other words, you would see uh, monkeys in various stages of evolutionary development. They'd still be walking around right now. If it was a true process, it would be ongoing. It wouldn't have just stopped. So what we come back to is that if you truly understand the nature of matter and intelligence, and you know that matter doesn't uh, organize itself without intelligence, first of all, and second of all, that matter cannot go to a higher state of organization without a greater intelligence, a greater governing intelligence. So one example of this, of course, is Jesus Christ in the New Testament when he changed water into wine. He is the, gover- he is the ultimate, the highest governing intelligence, and as a result, uh, the water lessened and became wine. Um, multiple great examples in the scriptures, but nowhere in the history of man can you find any evidence that there is an evolutionary process whereby a lower intelligence can become a greater intelligence um, without the influence of an even greater intelligence. So either way you look at it, the argument is on God's side. So when I read the story of the creation, I have to look at it and say to myself, well, simply put, you can't have a creation without intelligence. And if there is no intelligence, then all you have is matter. And matter, over time, decomposes until it becomes completely disorganized. That's a fact, too. So look at all the things that men have built over the years, and how many of them remain? Think about it. How many things still remain from a 1,000 years ago, or 3,000 years ago, or 4,000 years ago? Now, people come back and they say, Paul, what about carbon dating? Well, carbon dating basically is a process where you're testing the carbon, um, the breakdown of 
we'll call it radioactive carbon, in an item to determine its age. Well, here's the flaw. Matter itself is also eternal. It's always existed. And because it's always existed, of course, it's going to date uh, <laughs> millions of years and even beyond that. And therein lies the flaw. So if matter is also eternal and intelligence is also eternal, then clearly we've proven that this, this uh, doctrine of evolution, it can't be true. It has to be false. Because simply stated, um, there's no evidence of matter remaining in a state without uh, some influence from a higher intelligence. Think about a kid playing in the mud, right? Building his mud pie. Or a little kid playing on the beach building the sandcastle. That sand would stay as it is if it wasn't for the little child, which is the governing intelligence, organizing it into a sandcastle. So when you think in terms of God, what you need to think in terms of is the greatest intelligence of all. The greatest. There is no greater intelligence. And, of course, Jesus Christ is God. So there is no greater intelligence than Jesus Christ. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ proves that he has all power over matter, not only to organize, but also to resurrect into a, perfect, a perfected state. So he is our God, and he is the God of Genesis. He is the God that organized this earth. It was under his direction as the governing intelligence. He, of course, being under the direction of the Father. So evolution, there's just no, there's nothing there. Now, why has it been taught? Well, clearly, we believe that there's both good and bad influences in this world and that people have to choose. So God permits corruption so that people can choose and also learn from their own experiences. See, man is eternal. Remember, matter is eternal. Intelligence is eternal, which means we too are eternal. And what that simply means is we're here to get an education and then we're, we're going to progress to the next level. If we're some individuals, that progression is going to be delayed uh, until they figure things out. And even for others, progression is going to be damned, meaning they won't be permitted to progress because they couldn't accept the most basic truths. And that really is what damnation is. It's to be limited in the amount that you can personally, uh, knowledge you can personally gain in the eternities. So, my friends, don't be fooled. And understand that there isn't anything that I'm telling you that you can't pray about. Ask the Lord. Ask him if I'm teaching you correct principles. Get down on your knees and ask. I mean, that's really what prayer is designed to do, is to help you figure out the difference between truth and error. This is Paul Drockton. God bless. Have a great day.